you've got to look at a time when it's not going to be there. There's so many women coming from, you know, a 20-year marriage and now out dating. It's a different world. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and welcome to Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula, dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Every week, I talk with one real live woman with a real life relationship issue or concern. Sometimes I actually talk about an issue or concern that I think is of value. And today, however, I have a very special guest. Usually I'm not with someone in person, so I'm very excited about this one because today I am in person with the very special Amy Vanderoff who is a media personality. She is a divorced single mom and she is in a relationship. So this is very exciting because she is also on a podcast with Deandra Simmons of Real Housewives of Dallas and Mama D. And there's so much we have to talk about because she is Really, really excited here today. Welcome. Thank you, Coach Paula. I mean, if you could go on every date and introduce me like that, that would be great. Uh-huh. If I could have an MC like that for every time I meet someone new, that would be, that's what I'd want them to say, all those nice things. Thank you for having well, me. Well, I forgot to mention former beauty queen and still an absolute beauty, so I would add that in. Wow. I, I did not dress up for you today, though, so I'm sorry <laughs> that I did not wear my tiara or makeup, but... <laughs> You don't need it, and that's the, uh, you don't need it at all. Wonderful. So thank you for doing this. Of course. Yeah. This is good content. What you're doing for people is starting that conversation of where am I at in my relationship, and you um, are asking people to be more self-aware, not only of what your partner's habits are, but of your own. And I think that is time well spent no matter how good your relationship currently is. It's such great time well spent because it, it really makes people look inward and see you know how is this happening why is this happening why won't this happen again maybe as a as a question we could be asking ourselves so Mm -hmm. you provide great content oh thank you so i want to dive in with your being a single mom um dating since tell us a little you know for someone who may not you know because this is listened to all over the place (laughs) someone who may not be familiar with your story of being a divorced single mom how that came about and you know tell us a little bit about that um well i've been in television for a long time here in dallas and my ex-husband was also in television so we had a very high profile relationship um we were married for 10 years And when I divorced and was going through that, I was still on air every single morning as a news anchor here in uh, in Dallas. So Mm. that was a difficult time, to say the least. And we have one son who at the time was four. Um, He's now 10. So Mm. I'll fast forward to that story. I've been divorced six years. Mm -hmm. Um, The blessing here. 
my ex-husband and I co-parent beautifully. We have a wonderful relationship. We talk every single day because we have a child. And um, in fact, he's re he is engaged, which just happened. So I didn't know how I'd feel about that. And her name is Amy too. So I oh thought, so I thought, and I teased them about it. I said, oh, this is identity theft. She's going to have my old last name. <laughs> She's going to have my whole name. But anyway, so I'm, so that, that situation is a blessing. We get along well. We co-parent beautifully. Our son is our priority. Thank God. Cause we know that's not always the case. We're not always able to have that scenario. Right. And how did that was, is there a special sauce? You know, how did you make that occur? Did you have an, a non-adversarial divorce from the start? Yeah, yeah. So ah. there you go. So the special sauce for me, I think, was all I wanted was my child. And all men want is their money. So <laughs> if you walk away from the money and you just want your kid, we wrote our divorce decree over the kitchen table. And uh, so for us, I, I knew what I wanted and what was most important to me, and that was my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... For him, it feels like a win if you get to kind of keep your bank account in check. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew that I'd be blessed with that later on in life and God would provide and he has and I have hustled my hiney off. So I think, yes, the special sauce from the beginning, we decided um, to make it amicable and, and it's worked. Thank God. Fantastic. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, that's a testament to you and also a testament to, uh, likely who you chose as your first husband because he allowed that without a lot of, uh, as we would say, up up north in New York, mishkas. (laughs) (laughs) That translates here in Texas. It does. Oh, good, 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 good. So um, that's wonderful. So where you are, so six years you have been out in the dating world? Yeah, six years. And being a public figure in dating meant I opted out of perhaps the easy way. I never dated in the digital space. I was never uh, anywhere to be found uh, digitally and dating. So no apps, no match.com, no nothing. I did it the old fashioned way. Now, because of my public persona and the events that I attend and being very social, it allowed me to meet people. So I wasn't, uh, it wasn't like I was having a hard time meeting people. I had a hard time maybe meeting the right person. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe because I wasn't the right person at at that time either. But the thing I'm most proud of of the six years, I always say I've dated the United Colors of Benetton. <laughs> Love it. I have. I don't have a type. Uh-huh. I have dated older. I have dated younger. I have dated eth- different ethnicities and religions, and I have learned a whole lot about myself. But the number one thing, um, and you can relate if you're listening to this and you're a single parent, you know it's very hard. You want to protect your kids from seeing the, the play-by-play of dating and having anyone introduced into your inner circle or your home because you don't know what that last page of the book is going to be. And so that, for me, has been the struggle because I have really shielded my son from ever seeing my personal or social life. In fact, I have him every weekend, which is abnormal for a divorce. Our schedule of possession is I have him Wednesday through Sunday because I want him for the good days, right? Mm. But that also means... I'm not going out on weekends. I'm with my child. I don't get a babysitter. So I was going on my first dates on Mondays and Tuesdays, which, by the way, was kind of fun. Not a lot of people out, so it was kind of good. I love this, and I'm all about this, because I think shielding your child or children from the dating experience, Mm -hmm. whether you're mom or dad, is so important for that child. Yeah. And actually, tell me about it from your perspective in terms of uh, the dating because I don't I have not had that experience and I do know from my clients the experience of sometimes they come to me and they've already introduced their children 
to someone they're dating. And, you know, I come from the stance of a man is not committed totally until he's made the decision to make you the one. And if he hasn't yet, you may feel, because we're all about our feelings, mm -hmm. right? We live by our feelings. Men live by their decisions. So if he hasn't decided to take you on as the responsibility he sees commitment as being, you don't know where it's going. And you don't know if he's going to be somebody who's going to be in your child's life yeah. so that that child or children don't experience another loss right. or separation or whatever it's going mm -hmm. to be, right? So it's so valuable. How did you, what made you know that, feel that, do it? I think it was my mama bear instinct of, uh, you know, you're put into that survival mode when all of a sudden you're navigating life by yourself and you are the mother and the father in that household, the decision maker, the, there's no co-provider, you're doing everything. And so for me, it was all about protecting that. Um, and also it's, I, it saved my life in so many ways. When you think about going through something like divorce and you think about, you know, loneliness and you think about separation, I always think, oh my gosh, thank God I had my son. Thank God I had him because he became my wingman, my buddy, my Friday night date all the time. Mm -hmm. So in some ways it was, it was my, it, my happy place and still is. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, uh, but I, I don't know for me, motherhood came very naturally and parenting did. And, um, it was a no brainer that I needed to isolate the two my adult life and my personal life so and so far it's worked out as a, and 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 I'm dating someone now and it's and you know so I'll fast forward to that yes um that's been really good it's been almost a year and a half my healthiest longest relationship since being divorced six years mm -hmm. um it checks all the boxes uh and it's it's very good wonderful yes wonderful so but he has not met your son he has no this one oh, has oh, yes okay. and um he's met my son and um we you know we have spent time together but mm -hmm. it's in a very controlled way still even though i expect this relationship will be permanent mm -hmm. even though i expect that we are moving in a direction uh quite soon that it will be mm -hmm. i you know it was baby steps you know, I dated him for at least six, seven, eight months. And then once I realized he was going to be around, it was a slow introduction. It was with other people, other kids. Mm. It was, it was kind of organically introducing him to mommy has a life. And cause I think in some ways you have to recognize maybe you overcorrect. I needed my son. You know, he's 10 now. He's a big kid. Well, that's what I was going to ask He's old you. enough yeah. to know that, you know, cause he's used to being the star of the movie. And I think that I overcorrected where he needed to see that mommy needs adult time too right which was good for uh -huh. me to do and did he ever ask you prior to this about it because so, some children you know yeah yeah they knew that i dated um and but he also knew that it, it was kind of cool that he never had to experience someone else being around sometimes because he knew that like you know i was with him and so there was in in the beginning i think there was a little bit of question mark jealousy because especially if the two of them were in the room. Well, who's going to get to sit next to mom? You know, who's going to be the one? Who am I going to serve first or whatever? So there uh -huh. was a little bit of Interesting. me having to figure that out too. Like, mm -hmm. what does this feel like? And, you know, how do I, you know, because we all have different ways we act. We act different ways with our parents than we do with our kids. Right. Than we do with our girlfriends. Than all we our do different with our, selves. All of our different selves. So that's something that I have to 
I still work on. I still try to figure But I out. love that you sound so mindful of it. That's what I really like. You know, you didn't just, you know, happen to, into any of this. Yeah. That it sounds like it was a real, it was a focus. It was a, a, a mindfulness, as I say. That's yeah. wonderful. That's the biggest compliment you could give me because I, I strive for it to be a mindful process so that everyone feels comfortable. And in the long term, I know it'll pay off. Right. Does he have your son? Does he have questions about? Does he ask you? Um, he has a few times. Um, oh my gosh, my most embarrassing moment. You guys listening, I know we'll, you'll relate to this. One of the first times I let them meet, had them meet, it was a very social situation. My boyfriend has a son in college and he is uh, loves computer and gaming and he's very, very smart. And in fact, that's what he goes to college to study. And um, Wyatt was fascinated because he got to meet him and play with all these video games. And mm. Wyatt was just like fascinated by all of the stuff he had. Mm -hmm. Well, then we were about to go out to lunch, Paula. Oh my gosh. And Wyatt had to use the restroom and he comes out and he says, well, I think this is going to be my new stepbrother. And again, we're in the infancy of dating, oh. like six, eight months. We have not talked marriage. And I'm like, what? Oh. And he goes, because if you and Carl get married, then he's going to be my stepbrother. Then I have all these games in my house because oh. we're all going to live together. <laughs> and it was like the funniest way of him working oh. it out because I could just see him going into the restroom and processing the fun he was having. Of course. And then coming out and making this exclamation. Oh. So anyway, for him, he's in it for the fun. So he, oh, so he has asked questions this and, is hard. and for him, it's just, you know, you know, the, and I always tell him, especially the way I handled his dad getting engaged recently, I said, and he asked me, he said, mom, does this make you feel jealous? Wow. And again, they're trying to figure out what these emotions even mean. Yes, jealousy. right, does this right. Make you feel jealous? I said, Wyatt, I said, I'm a mom and how happy am I that there's going to be an extra pair of eyes on you? I want I that. that an extra pair of prayers on you an extra pair of hands to help I said this is all good news for me so what a wonderful answer and I meant it and so and that's truly how I feel that's a great and I'm answer. glad I'm in this space I wouldn't have been six years ago right out of divorce I wouldn't oh, have had no. that answer oh, oh yes absolutely right yeah that is just lovely yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm so tired. It's like, oh my God, that's. I would just want everyone to give that answer. And and I think that you have to be in a place where you feel it. And I can't tell you enough. It sounds like all you know, hearts and roses for me now. It is, but man, the journey was a process. And I would not have had that same answer when I was talking with my four-year-old, who I had to miss while he was at dad's, and that time was horrible for me. Mm. Um, and so, but now I truly mean it. And I think what a blessing that this woman is in their lives. She's great. She loves my son. She's a calming force for my crazy nut job ex-husband. So I appreciate that. Oh, that's great. So I think there's all, there's all good things that's here. That's great. Now, what if it had been just hypothetically that you didn't have, you know, that kind of admiration for her or not? How, how would you navigate it? Do you think? Ugh. Because I think that's the hardest thing for, uh, moms mm -hmm. that maybe the new woman coming into Ugh. the ex-husband's life is not someone that they would right, or, prefer, yeah. you know? And so I know I, I, I have friends that the new woman in the life is the person he was sleeping with while they were married. Right. I have a lot of friends that that's the woman wow. who was around their, ch their child and my heart, you know, so I, I talk about this, I give this Pollyanna answer and, and don't hate me for it because I have <laughs> sympathy and empathy because I know that these situations are not common that I have, that we have it figured out. And I know that there are other slings and arrows. So how would I, have I dealt with it? You know, in the beginning when he was dating someone, even though I was fond of her, uh, 
I was in New York and I got a video on my phone because they were with the kids together. She had kids. And I saw the video and Paula, you won't believe it. He was, he was, his first tooth was falling out and it was his ex-girlfriend pulling it out in the video. <gasps> and I was like, Ugh. I'm in New York. I'm missing my child's first mm. tooth fall out. Mm. She's the one who's in the video. Like the mom, I lost it. I think I got so hammered and drunk that night I couldn't <laughs> recover. And if it was that situation, if he had gotten married when he was young and this mom was around, even though I liked her, mm-hmm. oh, I would not have had the same answer. I mm. just was not in a good headspace then. So mm-hmm. I have great empathy for those who who can't reach that place yet. Want more information on anything you've heard discussed here today? Why won't he commit? How a man decides to make you the one is available at all major book retailers. Or grab an autographed copy of Coach Paula's groundbreaking bestseller at whywon'thecommit.com. What do you think was a, w- one of the major things that helped you get to this place that you are now? Or is it a number of things? What in your life helped you do that? The passing of time really does heal. And once I got myself into a good headspace about my divorce, about my marriage, and about where what I wanted, that's when I started not only attracting better men into my life mm. that were like-minded, that were healed, that were not suffering, that were fit in every way, financially, emotionally, spiritually, uh, because back then, like I said, it's just an, it's a numbers game, it's time, it's years go by, it's getting used to navigating life in this new norm, you know, and you're not going to like her any better if she's the one who was sleeping with your husband and now they're getting married. But in time, that will matter less. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would pray for somebody. That will matter less and less. And we pray that looks undesirable so you don't care about it and don't want it. <laughs> Make it look less desirable. And and it does. And then you'll have your own happiness on your end. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the other will hopefully matter less. Yes. I think the you can't circumvent that journey. No. You know, we want to fast forward, don't oh, we? Oh, <laughs> absolutely, yes. I work with so many women who are newly divorced out of very long-term relationships that they got into in their 20s, and now in their 40s, they're outdating. And the the struggle with, can you speak to a little bit, because now you're in a great relationship, but a little bit about that dating struggle. Because oh, yeah. I found that, um, I have found, excuse me, that um, there are so many women coming from you know a 20-year marriage and now out dating it's a different world it's a different world totally different world how we are consuming one another too because we're seeing so much information before we meet them we see so much of their play-by-play because we have google and we have social media so that part is different plus now when i was dating in my 20s was one thing but when i got divorced now I'm dating a bunch of divorced men. <laughs> and so, because I'm a divorced woman. And when you're dating a bunch of divorced men, there are other hearts involved in that relationship. There's an ex-wife, there's kids, there's their parents, whatever. Now there's a whole lot more, it's a lot more crowded in these in these Boy, scenarios. Yes. And they have lived life and they have hurts and hangups. And some are healed and some are not. So when I was dating, I mean, I was a total mess. I was, I, when I look back, I'm like, how was I on TV every day? Right. I was such a mess, especially the nights where my son wouldn't be with me. I would, I couldn't cope. Mm. I was really, you know, missing him so much. So mm-hmm. I mean, give yourself a break. If you are newly divorced, newly single, or just out of a relationship, 
know that you have hurts and hangups and know the people that you're going to be connecting with do too. That's true. That's true. Because like attracts like. Yeah. And that's just, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And however, I, I do think that if women are hear that from people like you that have come through it, right, yeah. with a child that it really helps enormously to know. Uh, and I, I like to do that when I work with women is give them hope about you've got to look ahead. Yes. You've got to look at a time when it's not going to be this. And if you can talk about this at all, I feel like what happens at that time when you're newly divorced, it's so interesting because I went through a long-term marriage too. I was married to a TV personality. I get it. You know, I get it. Yes, that bless his heart, right? Bless his heart. You got it. Perfect use of bless his heart. Yes, and we have a great relationship now. We have a really good relationship. Uh, But the the point is that um, it was, I believe, what happens for when you're going through a divorce. By the time you get the divorce, you've been unhappy and in a bad place without a fulfilling relationship for years. Right? Yeah. And when you get out and you're finally free, you just can't, you know, you're all steam ahead, right? Or <laughs> yeah. whatever that term yes. is, right? Yes. And you can't help it because you're desiring, you're, you're trying to fill this. It's like you open up and all of this stuff comes flooding yes. in. And it's an exhilarating experience to some degree. Yes. Right? Of course. Yes. And think about it. Most, um, people get remarried within what just two years of divorce because we're how human of us by the way we are creatures of habit we date i know i did i did men just like my ex-husband when i first got divorced we are Mm -hmm. we are creatures of habit yep and we and we escape alcatraz which is so freeing i say but then we swim back (laughs) i don't know why we swim back but we do yeah it's comforting to to what you know right the devil you know is much easier than the the devil you don't sure that makes that that resonates for sure yeah and and you're also in a you're in a space of i say the first year you know i'm a social worker by trade and i could not do social work for the first year at all because that's about you have to be very centered to do that work and so I just took that year off and you know I I was a bartender in New York you know doing that because it was like I can't focus on others now oh how smart of you to opt out that's that is great self-awareness well I actually took a job initially because I'm uh, first of all you get a divorce, you're scared. You're scared about the money. Mm-hmm. You're scared about, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to be next, right? So I took a job and I failed miserably. It was like, I have to get out of this. I can't do this. I can't be giving all this stuff to other people when I'm not centered in my life. Yeah. So um, it, it is that you can't circumvent that journey. And the first year, I always, uh, you know, they talk about um, the death of a loved one. The first year, do nothing. Don't move. Yeah. Don't make big life changes and choices, you know, because you're not in a clear headed space to do that. And I think it's the same thing with divorce, except you got to move. Yeah. Someone's got to (laughs) move. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Normally you got to do something. Big, big changes are happening regardless Mm -hmm. of what, you know, you really would like. Mm -hmm. Right. I moved across. I mean, in, I was done out of there. I moved across the country. I left everything, everything where, you know, my ex was. I just took suitcases and that was it. Wow. Yeah. So it, you know, everybody has their own story, you know, about divorce. And if it can be all about the children, and it sounds like you guys navigated that really well. 
Yay! Yeah. So speaking yeah. of divorce, uh, uh, the Real Housewives of <laughs> <laughs> speaking of drama, yeah, exactly. ups, downs, divorce, yeah. mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Dallas. So, mm-hmm. uh, D and Deandra Simmons are on Real Housewives of Dallas. Deandra is one of the housewives. De- Mama D is featured on the show. It's her mom. Um, Deandra is fifty and has been married five years. And Mama D is a widow, and um, she is 78 years old. Mm -hmm. And we talk a little bit about everything. It's called I Don't Give a Rip, and that's Mama's signature saying on The Real Housewives show. (laughs) And we kind of talk a little bit about everything, and we're excited to have you on the show, Coach Paula, because because Mama D is 78 and single. Mm -hmm. And... She says that she would like to be the next bachelorette and have some suitors. Oh, would that be but wonderful? She, but here's Mama's problem. She doesn't date men her age because if you see Mama D, she is strikingly beautiful. Yes, yeah, she is. Extremely youthful. Yes. And smart as can be, fully active and just a wonderful human being. Uh-huh. And so she wants to date a little younger. And yeah, well, I'm all what's, for it. what's the block? Her 50-year-old daughter says, do not date men that I would date, right? Uh, so I want you to come on and help us navigate that because I absolutely. think I hear both sides of that argument and I think you would be super helpful to shed some light cool. on Cool. Oh, I love that. Let's yeah, do it. We have to do that. Absolutely. I can't wait. Absolutely. Well, it, it sounds like a wonderful podcast. I've listened. You got, it's fun. And you do such a great job on it because you're like, you're like there kind of, if I dare say, like the voice of reason a little bit, (laughs) but it's really fun. It's fun to moderate between the two of them um, with their mother-daughter relationship and kind of tie it all up in a pretty bow. And they are, they are so much more than what you just see on the, on the television show. So um, I'm excited for for listeners to to learn more about you know, what their day-to-day is like. Right. And, and can you give us any scoop about next season or anything like that? Oh, well, there is, I can, t- I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you, but I'm not under contract with Bravo. So I'm going to tell ah, you. Okay. There is another season happening. It will air this fall. That's fall um, of 2019. 2019 fall. Uh, so you'll be able to see all your favorites if you are a fan. And, um, yes. And, and, Deandra is prominently featured and there's some hair pulling and some fighting. Mm. Someone gets married uh, and things are revealed. And I think it's, it'll be a fun season to watch. Oh, that's great. And so it'll be an interesting podcast then too. Oh, because yes. you'll be getting all that. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. The, the whole play-by-play. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been great. And I hope that if you like this podcast, you will subscribe and share and also listen to I Don't Give a Rip. See us there. It's really fun. Absolutely. (laughs) And remember, ladies, if you have a man in your life, make sure that you are making him wonder. Thank you for listening to Make Him Wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at makehimwonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you.